Welcome to the Action Comedy Nerd Show. I'm your co-host, Dr. Jerry Jaffe. I just wanted to take this moment to warn you that today's episode has adult language content. And I mean a lot of adult language content. Say what? What I say is, Dan Brown and I were just at the 2017 Colossal Con doing interviews, and one of our interviews is with Sam J. Jones, a.k.a. Flash Gordon from 1980, and another interview was with the Pixel Vixens. And if you don't know the Pixel Vixens, you're about to find out. They're a group of independent adult filmmakers who focus on cosplay porn, and they talk very frankly about their careers. So... With that in mind, please enjoy this episode of the Action Comedy Nerd Show. Cue the music. Worlds are colliding. The Big Bang. Reboot the universe. Come on. It's the Action Comedy Nerd Show. You know it's time for the Action Comedy Nerd Show. Give yourself a big round of applause for coming out to this panel. Thank you, guys. We are recording live here at Colossal Con in Sandusky, Ohio, here on June 2nd. This is one of the uh, one of the best anime cons probably in the country. Would you guys agree? Yeah. That is what I'm talking about. Uh, so Jerry and I, we, uh, we got to the con. We like to scope the place out. And before we came in here, uh, we saw a couple people waiting outside, and Jerry and I misunderstood them. They told us that, or we were under the impression that there was an improv group in here before us. <laughs> we then entered the room about you know, 15 minutes before it ended, uh, very quietly and respectfully as we can, uh, only to hear about sucking dick. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I would like to know right now, who do I have next to me right now? Uh, I'm Ariel Aquinas. Ariel. And I'm Noelle Cypress. Noelle, so we have Ariel and Noelle. Uh, and could you please tell our listeners at home and the people here in the room, even though most people in the room right now, we're at the uh, last panel, what you guys do for a living? Uh, well, we are the owners of pixelvixens.com and petplay.pixelvixens.com. And we do hardcore porn. Ah, hardcore cosplay slash petplay porn. Now, is this a website people have to uh, subscribe to? Is it a free site? I mean... Uh, it is a pay site. Okay. Um, there really isn't such a thing as free porn. So, uh, those, those tube sites that you think you're so clever looking at, those are mostly stolen videos. So, uh, as pay, I can probably so pay for your videos because we're all starving artists. We're, we're poor. We need the money. Damn, this is Jerry, your co-host. I was reading your uh, Facebook page. Oh, And no. you mentioned... <laughs> that you are real nerds. Yes. How would you prove that? For the record, Jerry was looking at the Facebook page in his incognito tab, so his wife wouldn't find out when he got home. I mean, I can definitely prove it to the people here by just showing everyone my legs, but for the listeners that are listening right now, the back of my legs are lined with digivices at the top and all of the chests lining all the oh, wow. way down to my ankles. 
shoulder, I have Wizard Mon on uh, my lower tummy, right there. Okay. I'm going to be getting Gatomon, who I'm holding right now, right next to him. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I would hope I wouldn't, you know, brand my skin with something if I weren't actually into it. So, Noelle, that's how we know for a fact that you are a nerd, right? We're not in my house, so I can't show you my Star Trek snow globe collection. <laughs> I know, she, she's seen it. I collect, I collect Star Trek snow globes, I collect Star Trek action figures, I have a display case. So I take it you're into Star Trek probably more than anything else. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very into Star Trek, but I, I just like collecting action figures all together. Okay. And I've always been into um, superheroes because, you know, growing up in the 90s, it was basically all, you know, it was the Ninja Turtles and the Superman and the Batman and the Batman and series, X-Men at '93, I think that came and then eventually it moved on to, uh, you know, card captors and Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh! and Pokemon. You know, the anime started coming out and, okay. and Vampire Hunter D. That was my first anime film and Ogre Slayer and Ninja Scroll. You know, back way back, way back in the olden days when you, there were anime movies. Do you play Dungeons and Dragons? I do! What's your best character? My best character was a level 16. Uh, Wild Elf Druid in the 3.5 edition of uh, Forgotten Realms, Dungeons and Dragons. She had an animal companion. He was a bison. We named him Queequog. Then we permanently awoken him so he could start leveling himself in Berserker. And uh, he was terrified of the dark, and he had a crush on the paladin's unicorn mount. So Best you, you really just said a lot right there. I did. <laughs> And only one person clap, which means oh, one of two things. Which means one of two, two things. People. Two people. One, people are either jealous of you. <laughs> two, they're looking at you like you're a fucking amateur right now. <laughs> oh no, it's the opposite. She's like all the way at the top. Okay. I'm, a, I'm also a porn nerd. Like I just, I love to study because I'm because I'm very academic, and so I like to study about porn, and I like to study about basically anything that I could learn, any films, any culture. I mean, like, how are you studying though? Just like watching and observing. I mean, like uh, learning about sex, watching documentaries, uh, talking to people, reading. Uh, you know, I do I do a lot of reading and. Basically, I just, if I am interested in something, doesn't matter what it is, I will learn everything that there is to know about it because that's just like. So you really are a porn nerd. Uh, yeah, I am. I, yeah, that is I am some a pretty nerd. Dedication. I mean, like, it's like I like I know like everybody's name in every film. I know where it was filmed. I know what company filmed it. Like I, I know everything. I'm also I love architecture. I'm a big architecture nerd. Well, how many how many like I, I love companies? space. I love you know. I love everything. How many porn companies are there really out there? A I mean, billion. A billion. I mean, like, endless. a new one is formed every day, I swear. Because now we're in that age where anyone and everyone are becoming empowered by pornography and therefore are producing their own content. I mean, did we, um, you guys did talk about it a little bit uh, last thing. I just want, you know, for our view, um, our listeners at home, uh, I mean, do you guys have, have any issue with telling people what you do? I mean, I mean, clearly you just told a room full of people a moment ago. <laughs> I mean, but if I may say, that was also kind of a safe space for you guys, too, to, to do it. You know, like, you had people who came out and they wanted to listen to what you had to say. I mean, I'm talking about, like, in, in casual conversation with people out in the public. I mean, do people look at you differently when yeah. they, they know? I mean, I imagine they have so, to. See, I, I'm, I'm kind of an anomaly in that I'm just, like, this person 24 hours a day. Okay. And so, like, the moment I meet a new person, I'm like, hey, I'm Rev, by the way, I do porn, and, like, I'm polyamorous, and, you know, like, well, you know, I'm pansexual. Like, I just get it all out there, 
uh, all at once because I found that when you treat it like it's not a big deal, when you treat it like this is just my life and I'm normal and there's nothing wrong with me, it's just my life is a little different, they don't treat me any differently. If I were to act like it was a big secret, then people would kind of treat me differently. But there are people, and it is sad, you know, that when they meet me, I can tell the moment that they stop viewing me as a person and start viewing me as an object. Okay. But that's not, you know, their fault. It's not like they are particularly conscious of that prejudice. It's just that we are raised in a society that treats sex workers like we're not people. You know, you see it in the films and, you know, and, 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 and on if, TV. If I may interrupt here, I mean, are people, like, when you tell them that, like, do you ever have anybody just, like, interrupt you and start, like, berating you about it then, too? No, I mean, no, is that... no one's ever mean. It's just that they, usually people just get real personal real quick. Okay. <laughs> you know, so that, you know, I'm, like, you know. They, just, they normal... start telling you about, like, their sex life or something? Yeah, or, okay. you know, <laughs> it, it, like, it'll be, you know, like, we're having a normal conversation. Oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, what do you do? Uh, and then it'll be, you know, like, well, do you want to see my dick? You know, we're like, you know, can you, can you, you know, like, oh, well, how do, how do you, how do I last longer? And why, I don't, like, yeah. I don't know you. I'm sorry. Okay. And like, literally, the, uh, the equivalent is like, well, what do you do for a living? Oh, you know, I'm an accountant. Oh, cool. So can you, like, you know, work on my checkbook? <laughs> like, you know, as, as comedians, we do get that a lot, quite a bit, too. People oh, yeah. Tell, yeah, people telling us, like, hey, uh, tell me a joke. Tell me a joke, right? And they don't yeah. understand, like, the difference between us. I usually try to show my accountant my dick, actually. So my day job is Jerry's accountant. It's a, uh, it's, it's got its benefits. Um, Just one but, more, one more fun question because you're doing a burlesque show tonight, so make sure you don't see that. What time? A one a.m. One a.m. And events too. And and the burlesque is cosplay like centered, so like you're going to be seeing characters that you really like, you know, doing burlesque. Uh, we we do all the different kinds of burlesque, so like don't go into it like expecting like. The, the very noir mm. sort of burlesque or just expecting new age burlesque like it's literally like a whole bunch of people who like are bringing their own taste to it well, very uh, cool what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in your travels in this fun and wild world you live in i see like the smoke coming out of their ears right now <laughs> like trying to think of one <laughs> <laughs> the, the first thing that comes to mind, and this might not be the weirdest, it's just the first thing that came to my mind when I was at uh, FetishCon last year and I went out onto the smoking deck and there was a submissive lying on the ground while this Lolita was peeing on him, just like, just out in front of the hotel. And I was just, and I watched, and it was a lot of pee, it was just getting, to, and I was just like, well, that's a thing that I just saw. And I just kind of like, I just kind of looked for a minute because I just like couldn't turn away. You know, I was just like, oh, why is this happening? And why can't I look away? I feel like it'd be a real shame if a guy messed up and it was at the wrong hotel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he was just at some red roof and he was like, this is where the convention's at, right? <laughs> we see some dumb shit constantly. Yeah, it's, it gets wild. It, uh... Good, good answer, right. bro. Okay, hey, that's, <laughs> not, that's not a problem. Okay, um, um, help me, help me out here, help me out here. Uh, What's something weird I've seen that you've seen as well? <laughs> shit, I'm like trying to think of stuff that we've seen here that's been like fucked up. Like you saw me like squirt all over the place. I see you do that all the time. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but it was weird, funny. That's yeah, yeah, that's commonplace now apparently. Like, that's it was uh, funny though because it's like we had like a security guy with us who had like never been with us before. And we were like, hey, welcome to the family. By the way, we're all going to fuck, fuck in front of you right now. And, and so it was the first time he had seen anybody squirt. Oh. And he was just like standing there like, <gasps> like he just like couldn't believe. He's like, it's real, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, very cool. Thank you guys very much. Can we please get a big round of applause for Ariel, Noah, Noel.
check them out at pixelvixens.com. You guys have a Twitter? Yeah, just at pixelvixens. I mean, you guys have your own personal oh, yeah. Twitter? Uh, that... I'm on, I'm at Noel Cypress, N-O-E-L-C-Y-P-R-E-S-S. And I am at Rev Ariel, R-E-V-A-R-I-E-L-O-E. Thank you guys very much. I hope you guys have a good time here at the con. Big round of applause. More time for that. important to mention that last part. My grandfather always tried to give me advice too. He's drunk. When you, everybody has a drunk relative. When they're drunk, they're giving you advice tonight. You know? yep. <laughs> they're like, Jesse, come over here. All right, listen. Marriage is like a prison. It's only fun if you're making somebody your bitch. <laughs> now blow out your candles. Happy sixth birthday. Happy <laughs> We got Peter coming up here. Big round of applause for Peter, everybody. <laughs> Peter, I'm Dan. Nice to meet you, brother. Now, Peter, do you follow the Action Comedy Nerd Show on Facebook? That's the first time I've heard of it, actually. You better get the fuck out of here, then. <laughs> I'm just I'm messing with you. Uh, all right, Peter, so uh, my understanding, you have an interesting story to tell. It's a fun story. Yeah, so a, fr a few friends and I were walking past here at 1 a.m. It's our first uh, Colossal Con, by the way. Okay. This happened at Colossal Con. Yeah, last night, actually. Now, if I can ask, interrupt you really quick, do you go to comic book conventions and anime cons? Like, this is just your I, first time coming to second, Colossal Con? Second con and uh, first Colossal Con. Uh, so we're passing by, it's about, uh, I think almost 2 a.m., and um, trying to find some stuff to do. We see Flash Gordon, and I try to think, like, who's Flash Gordon? Why is he signing things? Who's this man? Um, <laughs> crispy skin, everything. Good looking, though. Um, he said, uh, And he's out at 2 a.m. Right. He's yeah. just sitting here at the booth alone. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just around a and I go, hey, Flash. I remember using Ted or something. I say, hey, Flash. He goes, what's up, guys? How's it going? We're like, good, good. He goes, how's school? With the fist up and everything, all bad like. Uh, and then we walked by, didn't laugh at all. And then and I, I thought about it for a second. I just said, I just said, hey, Flash, Flash Gordon. And he said, how's school? So I said, this is such a good father figure. So I, we went back to talk to him. I said, yeah, how's it going? Uh, can I get a picture or something? He said, ha, 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 $40 for you, and I'll throw in an autograph. Uh, like, as if I'm like a good boy or something. And I said, oh, thank you. And I, like, I'm really awkward, so I didn't know how to say no. I'm not going to pay $40 for a picture or something. So I just said, ha, ah, awesome. Did thank you just you. tell him you didn't have cash? That's a good idea. Yeah, that's it. I take you up on that one. <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah. Dan uh, never has cash. Yeah. So. And then uh, it turns out he's a good guy. Mm -hmm. He told me he pulled his son out of ASU for partying too much. And then uh, we said, have a good night. And he's still here in the same spot, with the same t-shirt, same black jeans. I don't think he's moved. <laughs> <laughs> the garbage can by him, that I think is his garbage can, uh, is almost full with just chicken, <laughs> ketchup, everything you can possibly We imagine. really need to find a way to tag him right now. To like go the tag rest of the weekend to see if he does him. change or anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like put like an X on the bottom of his hand or something. <laughs> What a great guy. I mean, you'll get a lot of subscribers. A lot of very disappointed subscribers, too. Like, oh, I signed up for Flash Cam, and it's just Flash Gordon. <laughs> no boobs or anything. 
Yeah, that was cool. That's going great. I would actually be interested to like put a camera there and see how many people he asked how school to for over the weekend too, or like if that was like something personal just to you. Like that's what it felt personal. Yeah, like I think I know this Peter guy from somewhere. How's school going? Uh, I think I'm gonna go back and ask ask him how school. Well, Peter, who are you here with this weekend? Uh, my friend Anto and Ani, all the way in the back. Woo! Uh, um, Are they cosplaying? I can't see. Uh, he's got a keyblade. <laughs> no, they're just homeless. That's how they they're dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for taking us in. No, but uh, Peter, thank you very much, man. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, we we, we hope you enjoy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Are you on Twitter? Anything that people can follow you at? Yeah, uh, Twitter. P E T E R V I D O V I C. That's it. All righty. Well, hopefully you get some more followers on this, man. Congratulations. Big round, Boston Peter, everybody. But he said, so we made an appointment, come back in two weeks for the vasectomy. And then he said, uh, that morning before you come back, make sure you shave the area where the surgery's gonna be, where the procedure's gonna be. Which when he said it, I knew what the words meant. But that morning when I was standing in the mirror with a razor, my drawers down, I realized I am not a doctor. I don't know where the procedure is. Like I don't actually know. So I just shaved my happy trail and punted. So I figured they would know what to do. So what they did was the head nurse who was in charge of the ops uh, turned it into a teaching moment. She got a young nursing intern, 18-year-old girl, with a single blade disposable thick razor, scraped all the fuzz off my nuts. Uh, for future reference, your nuts is where your vasectomy is, if anyone needs to know that. But the good news is, two more Japanese women have touched my nuts, so it wasn't upside. <laughs> Big round of applause for Kelly, everybody. <laughs> Kelly, nice to meet you, Dan, bro. Nice to meet you. Johnny Bosch, really chill dude as well. Uh, this would have been three years ago, playing Cards Against Humanity with about seven other, 700 other people Please here. tell me he joined in. He was one of the guest judges. Really? Yeah. And he was late getting in because one of his signing sessions went long. So he finally shows up in Samurai Dan's making fun of him, right? He's like, well, we happen to have the 90s nostalgia pack here for Cards Against Humanity. And the first card we pulled, it's the morphing time sequence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please tell me, what were he, some of the... Uh... He read it in character. <laughs> he oh, read it wow. in character, and the winning combination was, and I quote, It's morphin' time, mastodon, pterodactyl, triceratops, saber-toothed tiger, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is awesome, man. The best part is, a girl who was sitting next to me, she's a friend of mine, she was laughing so hard, she falls out of her chair, and he sees it, because we're sitting right in the front, he's like, oh my god, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm, you know, she's embarrassed. I go back the following year, now I'm having him sign some stuff that I'm going to give to my friend as a birthday gift, because she's a huge Johnny Bosch fan, big fan. So, I'm in line, I go up, have him sign my stuff, and he's like, wait a second, I remember you. You're the dude who was sitting next to the girl who fell out of her chair last year. <laughs> and he remembered you from that. Yeah. That is so cool. And I was like, yeah, uh, she couldn't make it, but can you sign this stuff for her? Because I want to give it to her as a birthday gift. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So he signs it. He's like, uh, you know, to Johnny, or to so-and-so from Johnny, stay in your chair next time. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, that is so cool, man. <laughs> Kelly, are you on Twitter, man? 
Facebook? No. Facebook? <laughs> yes. What's your uh, last name that we can find you? Uh, Barber. B-A-R-B-E-R. Kelly Barber. Yep, just just look for a picture of my ugly mug, but I'll be have I'll have a goatee at the same time because that's an old picture. <laughs> well, all right, Kelly. Thank you very much for being on, brother. Thank you. Please introduce yourself. I'm Shaniqua, and I've been coming to Crossgun since 2011. Shaniqua, bigger 2011 guys, give that big round of applause here. So Shaniqua, uh, um, so you've been coming since 2011. Yes. What has been your favorite year so far? I have to say my first year. First year? Because, oh my God, it's my first time. I have no cosplay, no costume. I, it's, it's completely new. Not <laughs> anime, but the fact I'm at a convention full of other people like me. And mm-hmm. everybody is just so freak fucking friendly. Like, I made... Six new best friends in just that first day. It's a beautiful place, there, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, I think I almost had a boyfriend that day. Yeah. Also, that year, I'm my first time meeting an actual voice actor for my favorite characters, Vic Mignogna. Okay. Yeah. I've been, I said, I said in line, and I thought that most voice actors were like, Okay, I'll sign this for you. Once I sign, you have to get him along. And no, he was sweet. he was a sweet guy. He actually took the time to actually hug and take photos with his with his fans. Oh my God, it was so sweet. I actually had a picture, got a picture of me hugging him. And I didn't, I forgot that it was actually a hotel and not just a convention. So I didn't really go anywhere except to the panels to talk to the to talk to people. Before CrossCon, I was very shy. I could not get in front of people and talk at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to do a presentation at school, I would pretty much just freeze up and try to think I'm somewhere else. But once I got to CrossCon, the first it was my first time doing karaoke. <laughs> I sucked. I'll hey. be honest, I sucked. But it was so awesome, the fact that I could actually do it. Absolutely. So You're not supposed to be good at karaoke, <laughs> by the way. It's, like, fun, it's supposed to be right. fun, not good, right. you know? So I really wasn't thinking when I actually did it. Okay. I made about three more three more friends after that. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout the whole weekend, it was just pretty, it was a blur, but at the same time, it was all magical. Like, Good. it's part of my heart. It will always be my favorite, best time of year. So, Shaniqua, thank you very much for coming on. I know there's couples in here, right? I'm looking at some couples right now, and it's good. And you guys found somebody who's like you, and, and it's cool. You guys know how hard it is to try to date somebody that's not like you, right? I had a girl one time want to have phone sex with me, and uh, I couldn't like hide myself from her. And she was like, Dan, tell me every dirty, sexy, manly thing you'll do to me. I was like, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pick you up my shoulders, I'm going to throw you on my bed. She's like, that's hot. <laughs> I'm like, then I'm going to rip off all your clothes like I'm an animal. She's like, that's sexy. I was like, then I want you to take your hands and get a big handful of my cake. <laughs> and she was like, what? I was like, then you're gonna try to take my cow off. I'm gonna slap your hand away because nobody can know my secret identity. <laughs> She's like, what the hell are you talking about right now? And I'm like, I am vengeance, I am the knight. And she hung up on me. I called her back like, nobody hangs up on the Batman. She hung up again, and I called her back, and her mom picked up the phone. She's like, Dan, she left. She's not here. I'm like, where is she? (laughs) 
What's your name? You can call me Zach. Zach! What up? Zach, how much alcohol is in that cup right now? Not very much. He drank most of it. Well, yeah. I was going to say, there ain't much left. Um, I'm currently two Mike's Harders and a third of a bottle of Kraken plus this thing deep. And it's only like 11. How much did that thing cost? This thing... 30 bucks. How much 30. Did, 30. Does that cost yeah, 30? 30, yeah. Don't they give this thing a name? The This was the... Uh, some, Kalahari flat flame, I think, fire, something like that. Is it guaranteed to fuck you up or something? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> so Zach, man, what uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, I thought it'd be cool. Um, I know the previous guy just said how this is his first colossal. This is actually my eighth colossal. Woo! I've been here since Colossal Con Nine, and I figured the cool story I could share was the story of Colossal Con Nine, which is known as Tornado Con. Has anyone, has anyone here, has it, who here has been to, was at TornadoCon? Okay, yep. so the story of TornadoCon. TornadoCon is named because there was a tornado at the con. And I literally, and I don't mean the character from One Punch Man, I mean the, yeah. I think it was the Saturday night, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was Saturday. There was a tornado, like five or six miles, touched down from Kalahari. Oh, wow. And they evacuated part of the wing, like a, an actual wing of the resort. They wound up like, it, like, not like evacuating, but like getting to like a safety bunker or something. And I'm not too clear on that. And the reason is, there was another part of the resort that they didn't do a damn thing with. That didn't get <laughs> evacuated, didn't get told that there was a tornado, they didn't get nothing. So half of the, half of the convention guests came that Sunday like, oh my god, there was a tornado touchdown. We're looking to be alive. The other half is like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Please tell me somebody here was cosplaying as the people from Twister. Because that would have been amazing. I have no idea. This was like eight years ago. I couldn't even tell I, I couldn't even tell you. But it would have been great if they had like a like a, a prop they made too of like a flying cow to go by people and that. I know, right? <laughs> it would have been lit. But, um, but I remember for for people that have been at Colossal Con for a long time, there used to be a guy who cosplayed Kuwabara from from New York. Kuwabara. He he would always cosplay. He was like basically like the icon of Colossal Con before the Dorito Pope, before like any of the other like yearly cosplayers, he was like the guy that always cosplayed at Colossal. Well, he was walking around with this sign that said, I survived Tornado Con 2009, the, the year was 2009. And everyone was signing it, and everyone was like, <laughs> was like writing stuff on it. Flash forward to last year, no, two years ago, sorry, two years ago, there was a Tornado Con reunion panel about the people, because it was the five year anniversary, right. so the people that have survived, they're the people that survived the people that, you know, had, had still been going to Colossal So I went to that panel. They brought that sign. And I, I had signed up. My first ever, I drew a little picture of quote from Cave Story because that was my first ever cosplay. It was this piece of crap, like $20 cosplay, but it was my first cosplay. And I was like, oh my God, I remember doing that. And I remember not hearing a thing about this tornado and I remember being confused as shit. But it was still a great time, and I was like, from that, that was the moment when I was, I mean, ColossalCon's always been my favorite convention. I love this convention to death. It is amazing, and I go here every year. But that TornadoCon panel, and the whole panel was just like, everyone was telling stories about TornadoCon and stuff, and I was like, dude, this is awesome. And Cool Bar was there with the sign, and that sign, the fact that that sign still existed it was incredible. And I was just like, this is the, <laughs> <laughs> That was the Kalahari flame talk. Jerry, do not edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be our new. Every interview. 
yeah. the fact that that panel like existed was like, dude, ColossalCon is the best convention ever. I love this convention so much. It's oh, that's very cool, man. Keep going for Zach, everybody. Hey, Instagram, Twitter, anything? Um, actually, follow me on SoundCloud. Um, look up Saroth, S-A-R-O-T-H on SoundCloud. I write chiptune music. Check cool, it out. Cool, man. Um, yeah, we'll definitely check that out. Yeah, check that out. If you like music, if you like chip tune music, check me out. Uh, I'll be here. I'll be there forever because that's what I want to do as uh, a life, you know? Well, very cool, man. Uh, we, we definitely hope that you're successful with it then, dude. Thank you. Appreciate Keep it. Keep going Thank on, you. brother. Keep on you like tornadoes. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs>
and just, you know, got me to a level where I could focus and get everything organized. And the show was amazing. Nobody knew that anything got messed up or fucked up. And so it was wonderful. And everything went perfectly. And afterwards, you know, he, he got back with um, our staff and stuff and was like, you guys want to go bowling? And like, <laughs> he just asked and, you to go bowling? Yeah. So we, we go up to the Kalahari Arcade and he takes his bowling. He specifically paid for me. Oh, I thought, like, I didn't know there was a bowling out, like, a yeah. place to bowl in the place. Yeah, they're totally I close. thought you had to, like, drive two miles away, no, and he's no, offering to No, to, we to just had to hike to the other side of the you okay. know, Kalahari. But, yes, no, we, we hiked to the other side of the Kalahari, you know. He takes this out, you know, buys pizza, um, you know. And it's just a really great time. And I'm a horrible bowler, but he's just hanging out with all of us, and it's like, We've all been best friends forever. And oh, it's wow. like, he's not just like this like high and mighty amazing person. Like he's like us and he's hanging out with us and giving us this ama amazing experience. And like, just to have that as a fan, that was awesome. like from the core, like that was probably one of the most beautiful con experiences I've ever had. That is awesome. That is excellent. <laughs> I've been going to cons for a very long time, but you know, that kind of spark and you know, knowing that these people who we put all this effort and money and organization into making conventions for our fans, like when they actually show that they care about us, like it's it's just it makes it all worthwhile. Well, that is excellent. You want to give uh, you want to give that con one more plug on the the Daishokan. Daishokan is um, always the weekend before Thanksgiving in November. Okay. It is in the Wisconsin Dells at the Kalahari, just like Colossophon. Sure. So. Um, you can find more at daishokan.org. That's D-A-I-S-H-O-Con.org. Excellent. Thank you very much. Come on. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, anything for yourself you can find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at ZYK720. That is awesome. Hey, Dan Brown, this is Jerry Jaffe, and I just wanted to let you and everyone else know that we have finally got to the interview I did with Sam J. Jones, the, a.k.a. Flash Gordon. The main event right now. The main event. thought I'd let people know that when we did our street interviews, we had a panel room, and people came up and told us stories, and it was yep. a good time. It was this, a good time. This interview is a little different. Sam Jones had a table. He was meeting fans, signing autographs, taking pictures. He was meeting out, fans for a long time. He was out there. He was out there till 2 in the morning one night, 3 in the morning another night, working his hustle. Yes. And he was super friendly, and I just saw him there with a second of free time and swooped in and asked him if I could interview him for a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. And he said yes. Super nice guy for a superhero. He was a super nice guy. It was a nice little quick two, three minute interview. It was in the hallway of the con. Yes. So there's some activity in the background, but don't let that put you off. And otherwise, here it is, my interview with Sam J. Jones. AKA Flash Gordon. This is Jerry at the 2017 Colossal Con. I'm so excited. I'm just standing right next to Sam Jones from Flash Gordon. Sam, thank you so much for talking to us for just a minute or two. All right, Jerry, good to be here. Good to be here. How's the con going for you? Very well. Big turnout. Excellent. Good people, yeah. Does that mean a lot of people? Yeah, I've been here since uh, I started midnight. Midnight? Thursday night. Oh, you've been here. Went to 2 a.m. Excellent. Uh, yesterday, uh, 12 hours, and today I'm going to shoot for a record till 3 a.m. Till 3 a.m. Yeah. Excellent. You can do it. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. You've been out to the pool at all? No, no, I haven't had time. Just right here at my table. Yeah, right here at your Same, table? Taking pictures, sure. signing, and uh, having a lot of fun. Okay. Lot so, of fun. Uh, I saw Flash Gordon when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I loved it. That's an absolute <laughs> God honest truth. Yeah. I'm uh, shaking in my shoes right now talking to you. <laughs> what was it like making Flash Gordon? Just give us like a Well, quick, I mean, at what? that time, it's just yeah. a blessing 
work, you know, work. Anytime yeah. you're hired right. in the movie industry, it's, it's an absolute blessing Absolutely. to work. Yeah. And you just, you know, at that time, you're just doing your mm -hmm. your task at hand. You're focused on sure, your work, uh, what you're faced with, and and not not trying to be overwhelmed by right. everything that is sure. overwhelming. You know? And you played a football player turned superhero. That's right. Uh, yeah. uh, did, you do, did you do sports? Do you do sports? Well, you're, I, you're a big guy. You're athletic. Yeah, I, yeah, I played Marine Corps football. It was oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So it, so it helped quite a bit. Yeah. Max von Sydow was in that movie. That's right. He played Ming the Merciless. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, any one quick story or fun thing about Flash Gordon? Well, no, I mean, uh, it's just, well, the, the, what's happened is the fact that we filmed it 38 years ago. Yes, <laughs> we and, were both a lot younger uh, than and that And here guy. we are 38 years later, so it's just, it amazes me the, uh -huh. the you know, how it's been sustained. Right. The, the longevity sure. is what it is, and I think, of course, Ted right. uh, probably helped reboot Flash Gordon, right. and it also added... Uh, another age demographic for me. It was always my age group, my sure. children's. Right. Now it's my children's children's <laughs> age group. Yeah. And you've done other movies and TV shows. Is there yeah. anything else? There's like what stands out? One of your favorite roles or movies or well, TV I mean, shows? Flash Gordon, the, the series Highwayman. Right. I went on to do sure. almost 60 films and tons yeah. of uh, hundred, hundreds of TV shows. Okay. And we did three films last year, and they'll be oh, out right? late this year and what? early next year. All right. What should we watch out for? Yeah, one is called Accelerator. The other okay. is Head Games. Okay. And then the other one is another comedy spoof called Into the Fist, the uh, Golden Fleece. Okay. Oh, my. Well, thank you so much, Sam, for your time. Okay, Jerry, thank I'll you. All right, so that's my Sam J. Jones interview. Dan Brown, what did you think? Uh, nice guy. Super nice guy. Very nice guy. Hard worker. Very approachable and, and out there uh, meeting people, shaking hands. And somebody's very appreciative of his fans. And I wonder, you know, he was um, featured in TED. Yes. And that gave him a little bit of a bump, you know, remind, as he pointed out, brought him to a new, like, younger generation. Yeah, people who did not know who Flash Gordon were before are uh, mm -hmm. are now interested in seeing it. However, he's saying it's his kids' kids looking at that. Yes. Who I'm assuming are young children. So why were his young children watching Ted? Because <laughs> it's about a teddy bear. Yeah. And their grandpa's in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, cover your eyes for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> yes. Your ears, really, man. Yeah. That's talk about adult language content yeah seth mcfarlane thinks um, it's funny when teddy bears swear obviously yeah uh, he thinks a lot of things are funny that really aren't so that was at the 2017 colossal con at the kalahari in sandusky ohio dan yeah we spent the weekend there what did you think what stands uh, out you know what it, it was a good con um i mean there's Agreed. things i think they can uh, improve on um but overall i mean it seems like their their clientele is very happy um, you well, know, everyone is having a good time. I mean, people have a good time at cons, but sometimes you're in the middle yeah. of like a hallway and people look tired or a little yeah, disoriented even or checking their watches. People here are like skipping and hugging and always smiling. Yeah, everyone was energized the entire time. Yeah. Um, you know, I, all I could say is, you know, maybe the dealer room be a little bit bigger. And yep. uh, more professional wrestling. Uh, we got to watch some uh, cosplaying professional wrestlers. That was fun. That's it some, it definitely was. Wrestling. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Um, what did you think of Jesse's story about going bowling with um, the voice actors? Unreal. Yes. Unreal. I mean, it's real. I don't. I, she, I believe it happened. Yeah, but, Jesse has no reason to lie about that. Right. But uh, but that was a great story, I thought. Yeah. And then Tornado Con. Uh, just be happy that that did not happen this right. year. But yeah, I mean, I hope, uh, hope we're able to go back next year. And uh, we had uh, a panel on podcasting that was well attended and very... Uh, 
uh, again, energetic, people asking questions and sharing their opinions. That, I was I was surprised with how many people. We had a lot of people come out yeah, to that. 50 people probably. Yeah, I was surprised how many people really did come out to that who were interested in starting their own podcast. Yep. Um, I mean, it was very informative. Everyone seemed like they walked away with something good. And then, of course, uh, if you listen to this episode all the way through, you heard some highlights from our comedy show. Yes. Our friend Jesse Huber hosting. Very great. Uh, very good job, Jesse. We're yes. very happy to have you a part of the team now. Uh, that was a great show. Standing room only in that room. Over 100 people. Oh, easily over 100. And again, energetic, laughing. We had a lot of good pictures up. Jesse's good at taking photographs of yeah. his shows. He's yeah. a social media guy. Yeah, so we definitely want to thank the attendees at Colossal Con for being a part of it. And thank you guys for following us on Twitter, Facebook, subscribing to us. And thank you most of all for showing up to the shows and buying our merch. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we yeah we that every little every little bit help every shot glass sold and CD sold helps. Yes, we do have some upcoming shows we've already booked this fall, fall of 2017. Where are we going to be, Dan? Uh, we do have Nyan Khan coming back up. Yep. Uh, we are very excited for that, and we uh, also have uh, at Lakeland Community College. At Lakeland Community College last year, we had a good turnout. We're yep. expecting the same thing again this year. Uh, we also have a. Uh, the Any Geek Fest, I believe. The Any Geek Expo. Expo, I'm sorry. Ohio. Yeah, this year it's in Ashtabula. Uh, and so they're going to a two-day format. Yeah. In the past, it was always a one-day con, so they're, they've had such success in the past years, they decided to try two days. And so. last year, that was the con where we did it inside of a sports dome uh, yes. with no microphone. Uh, it had all the writing on the wall being a bad show, but it actually was a lot of fun. It was a great show. Yeah. One of those weird shows that comics talk about later. Remember that time? Yeah, remember that, that time we just yelled at a, <laughs> at a bleachers filled with people? Yes. Uh, yes, it won't be in the sports center this year. It'll Good. Be in the town center of Ashtabula. Good. And when we finish this recording, we're going to do a live show at Toth's Place in Mentor, Ohio. And I just want to say thank you to Mike Toth. It's a great supporter of comedy and art in the area. Yeah, thank you, Mike. And thanks to Jeff Getter, our sound engineer and musician who has composed our original theme music. Thank you, Jeff Getter. You rock, Jeff. And till then, it's me, Jerry. It's me, Dan. And it's you, the listener. Enjoy. Worlds are colliding. The Big Bang. The Big Bang. Reboot the universe. Come on. It's the Action Comedy Nerd Show. Comedy Nerd Show.